It's time for Retirement Income Solutions. With the team at Security First Asset Management. If you're concerned about having the right financial plan, then this is the show for you. Your hosts are Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. They're ready to listen to your questions, help you plan for the unexpected, and set you up to thrive in retirement. Here in Middle Georgia, they're the team to turn to for financial guidance so you can have more peace of mind. It's time for the show. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, 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 plan, plan, thrive. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. I'm Mark Haywood with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. This is the show for you if you have questions about how to retire with confidence and with the kind of plan that gets you to and all the way through retirement. After all, we want you to thrive in retirement. Bill and Daniel are your financial coaches in Middle Georgia at Security First Asset Management. They have offices in Macon and in Dublin. On today's show, we'll be answering your questions about finances and retirement planning. You can always submit your questions online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. All right. Your questions are on deck. It's time for Retirement Income Solutions. We've got a question that comes to us from William in Warner Robins. William says, investing for retirement seems pretty simple to me. Why not just invest in dividend-paying stocks, live off the dividends, and never dip into your principal? Well, William, that's a good point. In an ideal world, that would be what everyone would do. I know I would rather spend interest than principal. And some people are able to do that, but usually they are very high net worth. If you look at, especially on higher quality blue chip stocks and the current interest rate environment, talking 2 to 3% yields, you know, depending on the size of your portfolio, being able to generate, you know, if you had a million dollars and it was a 2% yield, you'd have $20,000 a year and dividends coming in. And that's not enough for most people to be able to live off of. And, and that's a very large portfolio size. So most people have to invest for total return instead of just living off the yield now and end up spending some principal. But your needs may be different. You know, if you only need a small amount of income or maybe you have a very large portfolio, certainly it's possible. And I, I do think it's an ideal way for someone that, that's extremely wealthy to be able to, to have a retirement income is off the dividend yield of their higher quality blue chip stocks. But if you don't fall into that scenario, you need an overall comprehensive income plan that would identify guaranteed streams of income that you can't outlive. Uh, you know, that's our approach is having a lifetime income blueprint for our clients and having some money that's safer from market risk, that's not as volatile in the market to draw your income from. If we do have a market correction and we are 10 years into a very long bull market, you don't want to be drawing your income from a portfolio that may go down 20, 30 percent because then you're stuck selling shares of your stock in order to fund your your income in retirement. So we think a comprehensive overall approach with an income plan is very, very important. So regardless of your portfolio size, it's something we think everyone needs. Everyone needs an income plan. We find that 90% of people do not have one. They just simply have investments. We think it's crucial to have identified sources of of income in retirement and have a a plan for where you're going to take the income from instead of simply just trying to live off the the dividends. Most of the time, that just doesn't work. Yeah, William, I just uh, kind of chime in here a bit and just make a comment. Uh, It's important that we identify and help create uh, 
income streams in retirement that are predictable and reliable and sustainable and that they have to meet our needs. So that's why we advocate so strongly the fact that we have to have a, a written, precise uh, retirement income plan. And that's what we call the lifetime income blueprint. Well, let's take a question now from Victoria. Victoria is in Warner Robins, and Victoria says, I'm in my late 40s and have fallen in love with my tennis partner. We're thinking about getting married, which would obviously be great. My only concern is that he's almost 60, and I'm worried about what happens if he's retired and I'm still working for another 10 years or so. Can this work financially? Well, it probably can uh, work financially, Victoria, but uh, he may get... uh Ansi doing things on his own and while you're still working. I'm not advocating you go out and retire yourself, but uh, you, you bring up a good question. Uh, are you financially able to retire yourself when he might want to retire? And how are you going to share the, the wealth with each other? Do you split it in half or does he support you? Or There's a lot of unknown questions here uh, to think of, but there, what you have to start thinking about, if there's a 10 or 12 years difference in age, is, is, is exactly how does your income look in retirement? What are the sources of income that you're going to have? And, and you need to maximize those as best you can. And it can work financially. It does work financially. We have clients that have a age difference in husband and wife up to 30 years. But that means the planning has to be longer. Instead of doing a typical 20 to 25-year plan, you may be looking at a 30- or 40-year plan. And you need to know up front how that looks when you can factor in things like taxes and inflation and healthcare cost over time. So it does work and can work. But what I'd suggest you do is that you sit down and really take a look at your own financial situation. What are your goals for retirement? How are you doing against those goals financially? And it wouldn't hurt for him to do the same. After all, if you do get married, you need to understand what each other's incomes are and what your income needs are in general. But uh, the conversation might be difficult at first, but it's certainly something that you guys need to consider. If you're considering marriage, you, obviously you need to talk about the financial aspects of it. Is he going to retire sooner or later, or will he continue to work as well? But all those answers to those questions can be made more clearly if you sit down and do a, a complete overview and review of all your finances and all your retirement uh, income sources and create a, a plan that uh, you can clearly see and understand that uh, will help you maybe make this decision sooner than later and and be clear in mind and be able to make it uh, without any regrets. And I will also add to that, that going into it, you want to know ahead of time how things are going to be handled. Are you going to, you know, as Bill mentioned, are you going to have different finances? Are you going to keep up with your expenses separately or together? You definitely want to think that through and talk about it. Because uh, things do get a little more complicated if you're in a second marriage and, and you each have children. How will assets be handled at, at, if one person passes away? Instead of that creating a conflict, you can know going into it how it's going to be handled, and, and you'll feel a lot better off and have less stress around the financial situation. Yeah, certainly don't go in it blindfolded. Don't don't do that. Uh, make it clear of the roles and goals uh, up front, and things will work out for you. Yes, Victoria, congratulations to you both. Glad to see you're thinking through some of those important details before you tie the knot. We would encourage you to get on the same page as the guys are seeing, and they'd be happy to help you out with that. This is Retirement Income Solutions with the team from Security First Asset Management. I'm Mark Haywood alongside Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith, local wealth advisor serving you here in Middle Georgia. We're taking your listener questions, and as always, if you'd like to submit a question to be featured on the show, you can do it online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. 
All right, let's move on now and take a question from Gabe. Gabe is in Perry. And Gabe says, I have our retirement savings spread out between my 401k, two IRAs, a Roth, and several mutual funds purchased with after-tax dollars. Which account should I start withdrawing from first? Gabe, thank you for the question. Uh, Sounds like you've done a good job saving. You've done uh, something a little bit above and beyond what most people do in this. You have diversification of the type of taxable accounts you have. Instead of just saving all your money in your 401k, which is a mistake, I think, you have different types of accounts that have different qualities with the taxation. So, for example, your Roth IRA, as you know, that's after-tax dollars that are in there. So whenever you spend money out of your Roth, you will not pay any taxes on those distributions if you followed the parameters surrounding that. Also, with your mutual funds, those are going to be more tax-efficient because those are after-tax dollars than would be your 401k. This is a a very important question because in retirement, when you start spending money, it's different than when you're saving money. We think you need something called a sequence of spending, which will show you how much you should spend from each account and when you should start taking money from certain accounts. Now, a lot of that's going to depend on year by year, what tax bracket, which situation you're in. Sometimes life happens. You may need to make a larger than anticipated withdrawal. And having money that's outside of a 401k that's more tax efficient, like a Roth IRA or non-qualified mutual funds like you have, will give you a better advantage to when you do have to take a larger than normal withdrawal. So we, we can help you create that sequence of spending. One thing I'll add is, it's typically a bad idea to spend money from your Roth IRA early in retirement. You should invest it as a longer-term growth investment. So when you do take withdrawals from it, hopefully you're well into retirement before you do that. You do not have to take required minimum distributions from a Roth IRA. But let's say you get into your 70s or 80s and you have a health care situation where you need to take twenty or 30000 extra dollars out of income. If you had to take that from your 401k, you may be paying too much in taxes. You know, it could put you into a higher bracket. But from your Roth IRA, there will be no extra taxes. It will not add to your earned income. And it's kind of like a silver bullet for your tax situation. So we advocate typically not spending your Roth IRA until later in retirement. And then if you end up not spending it, it's a tax-free transfer of wealth to the next generation or to any beneficiaries you have. So What you need, Gabe, is a sequence of spending, and we're more than happy to help you create that. Do you have a question like what we've covered on the show today? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve that successful retirement we're all after. If you want to ask a question about your particular situation, here's what we'll do. We're offering a complimentary financial review to you. When you come in, we'll talk about your retirement income needs, where that income is going to come from, how you'll outpace inflation, pay as little as possible in taxes, and make sure that you don't outlive your money. We'll make it all easy to understand. Take the first step right now, because for almost everybody, that's the hardest part. If you're ready to get your financial plan in place, give us a call right now. Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's 
probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Hi, I'm a cleverly devised personification of Wall Street. I'm one wild roller coaster ride away from wreaking havoc on your investments. And I love to mess with your emotions. If you're not properly diversified, you can bet I'll keep you up all night thinking about me. If you want to keep me off your mind, you really need a trusted advisor who will look after your best interests. You also need a custom-designed financial plan that will protect you from market volatility. Otherwise, when I take a plunge, I'll send you scrambling through your filing cabinet, hoping you were well prepared. Don't wait for turmoil to hit. Get started today with your complimentary review at Security First Asset Management. 800-987-1443. No cost or obligation. 800-987-1443 at Security First Asset Management. Call now. 800-987-1443. 800-987-1443. Time for a Middle Georgia fun fact. Did you know Dublin is known to have the tallest building in central Georgia? The Ficklin and Company building measured right at 211 feet. We know planning for a retirement can be a tall order, but we have you covered. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Karen has our next question on the show today. Karen is in Dublin and Karen says, what's your opinion of all the robo-advisor stuff I've been hearing about? Is this something worth looking into? Well, Karen, thanks for writing in. Uh, obviously, when you when you start talking about a robo-advisor to a, a full-fledged live advisor, you might get some biased opinion here, but <laughs> but we do thank you for coming in. I, I try to think myself, why does robo-advisors even exist? And I think I've come to conclusions that people are looking for less cost, not necessarily for more service. So the biggest difference between most robo-advisor platforms that we're familiar with is is the cost factor. And uh, I have yet to find a computer that could actually talk to me about my needs specifically. So there is a place for robo-advisors, but generally I think it may be for a younger generation or somebody that really doesn't have the time or inclination to be able to really research and, uh, and sort out the type of investments they might be involved in. I think that most people, as they get closer to retirement, will need a face-to-face live person to talk to that can help them define their their goals and aspirations and review their financial situation and give them advice they on how to properly invest their money so that it's aligned with their goals and their needs. There is a place for robo-advisor, I, I believe that, but I, I believe a lot of people are there simply because of the cost and not necessarily of the value that's been brought to them. All right, guys, let's take a question here from Holly here on 
Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, and thrive. We love taking your questions. And Holly, we'd like to thank you for writing in to us as well. If you have a question, you can submit it online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. Holly writes in and says, My neighbor retired two years ago and has decided that he needs to go back to work because money is too tight. I just retired last month, and I think we're fine, but now I'm a little worried the same thing might happen to me. How can I make sure that I don't have to go back to work? That's a very justified worried, Holly. Retiring prior to, to being ready for retirement can be a very, very big mistake. When you leave the workforce, it's difficult to get back in at the same income level as when you were working. As you know, companies that have older employees sometimes pay those employees more as they should for their expertise and years of service. But when you leave your work and you exit the workforce, it's really, really difficult to get back in at the same level. So you want to think about forecasting out your income streams. Now, that sounds difficult, but we'll do that for you. Now, what do I mean by that? We'll take a look at what are your, what are your income needs at retirement, not just today, but thinking about the cost of living over time. And we'll see what your income sources are, like Social Security, pension income, IRA distributions, other investments. And we'll make sure that your income needs today will be met, but not just for today, but looking out well into the future, 10, 20, 30 years out, and thinking about the cost of living adjustments you'll need. You can know in a very short amount of time, in a couple of meetings, whether or not you're ready to retire. And it can save you years of trouble and worry of having to go back to work. Boy, wouldn't you rather know before you retire if you're able to? I think you're smart for asking these questions because if if you don't, you should be in for a tough road. So we can help you do that. Forecast your income streams out, making sure you're on track. And also we can create a a lifetime income blueprint that'll show you where to take income from, what kind of risk you you should be taking in your portfolio, if any, and uh, how much risk you're currently taking in your portfolio and the fees that you're paying. We want to make sure that all those are taken care of before you retire. So not only you make it to retirement, you make it through retirement and thrive. Ted has a question for us. He's in Perry. I'm assuming you're not Ted Turner, like the Braves, Ted Turner, because you probably shouldn't be worried about anything or have any questions, but uh, (laughs) assuming you're not the Ted Turner, uh, he says, it seems like inflation hasn't been very bad recently. Should I be worried about it in future years? Well, Ted, thanks for the question. And my answer is you should always be worried about inflation. It's the number one risk that most people are faced with in retirement. It's a very difficult thing to forecast or control. We do not control the inflation rate on you know, the stock market and everything else. Those risks are a little bit more manageable than inflation. The best way to hedge against inflation is to have your assets growing at a faster rate than what the inflation rate is. Now, let's define inflation. Inflation is the rate at which each year your money is worth less. So if we're at 3% inflation, and that's the long-term historical average, just over 3%, it would mean that each year you need 3% more money. So if you need $100,000 in the first year of your retirement, you'll need 103000 the next year. 
Well, that doesn't sound too bad, but what about 20, 30 years in? So someone that needed 50000 in the first year of their retirement, if we had a 3% inflation rate each year, they need 3% more. In the 20th year, you'd need $90,000 just to buy the same amount of stuff you could buy with 50000 in the first year. So I think, yes, you should be worried about it. Your plan should compensate for it, and we, we do that. We definitely want to think about not just is your income okay for today, for you to live and enjoy life, but think beyond now. We have to think way out into the future because each year your money is going to be worth less, so you should be worried about it. It may pick up higher than it is today. You know, as, as interest rates rise, it's possible that we'll see a little bit higher inflation. There's a lot of factors and variables that, that go into the inflation rate. Food and energy costs are excluded from the government numbers, so the true inflation rate and health care, you know, health care costs also make the rate higher than what most people anticipate. So we think you should think that through, and we can help you with that. We can help you see how much money you may need, not just today, but well into your retirement so you can make sure that you're okay and on track to enjoy your life. Yeah, and also, Ted, to, to kind of put things in perspective, you can start looking at inflation because it is a real, I think it's the number one enemy we have to our retirement dollars. But uh, just think for a moment uh, what you paid for your first house and, and what you pay now for the car you're driving. In some instances, people are paying more for a car today than they pay for their first home. That's the cost of inflation over time. And uh, think back a few years ago what you might have been purchasing and the cost of it then and versus what it's cost now. And uh, that's what we're dealing with. Over time, uh, the things that we need on a daily basis cost more. And if we don't understand what kind of effect that has on our overall spending and our overall investments, uh, then it can be very dangerous in retirement. So, again, I, I, we feel like that that's something we have to talk about. And we need to understand that we, we're shooting for returns in our investments that can at least uh, outpace inflation. But also we want to make sure we're not taking too much risk that will, will cause us a shipwreck of plan because of market losses. I really would be curious to know how old Ted is as well to see how that would affect it based simply on, you know, how much longer Ted has to go here. I know that I remember back when I was in college, there was a local drugstore that was popular, had a soda fountain, and it was celebrating its 90th anniversary. And so they had the prices from 90 years ago to celebrate. So I ate an entire meal for like 25 cents. It was crazy. Well, that'd be cool, huh? (laughs) It sure would be. Mark, you're young enough to not remember a five-cent Coca-Cola, but I'm old enough to know that. (laughs) Yep. Yep. You can't can't buy a five-cent Coke anymore. Nope. You can't really buy a dollar Coke anymore either. (laughs) I guess guess not, especially if you've had a ball game, right? Oh, gosh. Well, you can't get anything for under 10 bucks at a ball game. Ted, if you're looking at Braves season tickets anytime soon, I can tell you whatever you have, it's not enough. Amen to that. Things are going to (laughs) cost more. And that's that's the difference. When you're not working anymore, when you're not bringing the paycheck home, and you got to rely on your, your guaranteed streams of income like Social Security or pension if you're lucky to have one. Or you have to create that income out of the assets that you have. But inflation is a very, very important thing to understand. Thanks for writing in, Ted. Good luck. And as always, if you have more questions, don't hesitate to give the guys a call. They'd love to sit down with you and talk more in detail. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. We'd like to offer you the opportunity to come in for a complete financial review. And we'll offer this service free if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. 
We'll cover the following. Social Security. At what age should you start taking that benefit and how does it fit into your overall income picture? Risk. How much risk are you taking in your portfolio? And is that amount of risk appropriate for your age? Fees. How much are you paying in fees and commissions? Is it an appropriate amount? Taxes. We'll analyze the tax implication of your savings. Healthcare. Do you have plans to pay for healthcare or for a long-term care need in the future? Legacy. Do you plan to leave money to future generations? We'll talk about how to properly structure your plan to achieve those kinds of goals. And lastly, income. Do you have a plan to outpace inflation and make sure you don't run out of money in your retirement? This just scratches the surface of all the things we're going to cover in your complimentary review. If you're ready to get the ball rolling, call right now. We've got a spot reserved for you. Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Getting the right retirement plan is important. Make sure that the person designing your plan abides by the three C's. Your plan should be comprehensive and that it leaves no stone unturned. Every angle of the retirement world should be considered, from estate planning to tax planning and risk versus safety. All of it is important to consider. Your plan should also be customized. Cookie cutter plans are a no-no. Your plan should be unique to your situation, and any true financial analysis will reflect that. Finally, an advisor should put a plan together for you that is complimentary, at no cost or obligation to you. It should be a fact-finding mission, not a sales pitch out of the gate. So remember the three C's, comprehensive, customized, and complimentary. If you're struggling to find that kind of plan, call Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith with the Security First Asset Management Team here in Middle Georgia. Dial 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Visit our website for details on the services we provide, education videos, our great learning center, and to find out about upcoming events. It's all on completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. We have a question that comes into us from Mary. Mary is in Dublin. And Mary says, I have a stockbroker that I've worked with for 30 years, long before I even moved here. I like him very much, and I think he does a great job, but I really have no way of knowing. How can I grade his performance? Mary, that's a very tough question for me to try to answer for you, but uh, thanks for for giving us the opportunity to talk about that. I think the relationship with your your financial stockbroker or advisor is, is is critical because of the the nature of what we're talking about. We're talking about your money and uh, that represents your life savings in, in most instances and it, and it represents the rest of your life financially. And that's a very important uh, thing to consider. 
you're with him for 30 years for some reason. You like him. He's done a fairly good job for you, I would imagine, or you'd have already been asking questions. But I think the best way to gauge the performance of, uh, of an advisor is, is he communicating with me? Does he help me understand what I have? Does he ask me about my concerns? And has he given me value for the relationship that we have? If all those things work and you sleep at night and uh, he's asked you uh, about what your goals and, and what you're trying to accomplish with your monies, uh, if they're going to fit your needs long term, those are all important questions to ask. Uh, he should be asking you questions about you, about how you feel about the things that you're invested in, helping you understand the risk that you're taking. And if you go back and look over the 30-year history you have with him, if you're, you're satisfied with the how your accounts have performed. Uh, can you remember if they were down significantly in the downturns in the past and you've just been able to weigh the storm and stay invested and, and grow it back? But, you know, over time, those types of feelings change. Uh, there may be a time in your life as you get older where you don't need to take the risk that you're taking. And he should be communicating with you about those types of things. So if, if he's communicating with you and you're happy with the results there, and he, he understands your concerns and questions and what your goals are, then the relationship is probably pretty good, and uh, you can continue there. I would not judge anything, not knowing anything about him or you, but he should be asking you those types of questions. Uh, it's your money. How's he managing your assets, and are they being managed based on your long-term goals and needs? Yeah, and I'd also add that it's important that you not compare your personal returns to a stock market index like the S&P 500, or maybe you have some friends that have been talking about how much growth they've had. You know, we think it's a personal benchmark that you should be looking at. Maybe he's talked to you and you don't want to have a lot of volatility or risk in your portfolio. And so your your portfolio may be set up to, to kind of give you a smoother ride instead of the highest returns. So if your needs are being met and if your personal goals are being achieved, then he's probably on track. So don't, don't get caught up in the hype. Sometimes when we have good stock market run-ups, people think, well, my portfolio is not going as much as the market. Well, that might be the plan. The plan might be to have smoother returns so yeah. you don't have to worry about downside risk and losses. Nobody needs a cookie-cutter approach to their money. It's all personal, and it should be centered around your goals and needs. Thanks for writing in. We appreciate it, Mary. We're taking your listener questions here on Retirement Income Solutions with the team from Security First Asset Management. They're out of Middle Georgia, your local wealth advisors here in the area. I'm on with Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith. We want you to listen, plan, and thrive in retirement. That's why we're taking your questions on this hour of the show. Our next question comes in to us from Ron. Ron is in Macon, and Ron says, I'm anticipating a stock market crash any day now, so I have about half of my IRA in cash. That means I have about $350,000 that's not really making any money, so I don't want to just leave it there for too long. How long should I wait before I reinvest it? Thanks for the question, Ron. Well, having half of your portfolio in, in cash is a bold move. You know, Trying to time the market generally does not work out well. It's almost impossible to figure out the short-term movements of the market because there's so many components, so many things. The fundamentals of the economy do look strong. When we look at corporate profits, those are still good. They're in positive territory. Inflation's low. Unemployment's low. Trying to gauge a market crash 
you know, it would have to be some type of a black swan event, something unexpected. Unless you were privy to that information, you probably wouldn't be able to time it perfectly. So unless there's a reason, like if you need to start spending some of this money or if you need to make a large purchase, then I can see the justification for having half of it in cash. Or maybe you just simply don't want all the risk of the market and you don't need the returns that it may produce. So there has to be a purpose for having that much money in cash. There are investments that are less volatile, that have less risk than owning equities. So you may consider investing and diversifying into some of those investments that we can talk to you about. But I think that it's difficult for me to say that it's a good idea to have half your money in cash because you anticipate a market crash. Uh, It needs to be part of an overall investment strategy, overall plan. So you have to have a reason to have the money in cash. We sometimes do have some money in cash if we know people are going to take income from it. But making a judgment call that, hey, in the next month, the market's going to tank 50%, no one has that information. And when the fundamentals of the economy look strong, it's even more difficult to make that kind of a call. But I can understand the fear associated with such a long run-up in the market. If you're properly diversified and have an overall plan, you'd be better off than trying to to guess as to when the market would crash, in my opinion. This question comes to us from April. April is in Macon, and April says, My husband and I plan to take care of one another as we get older, unless one of us is just in extremely bad health. Since this is our plan, how much long-term care coverage do we really need? April, that's a very important question. Uh, We often do have folks that ask us questions similar to this, but uh, in reality, I I think that we find that most people kind of postpone this conversation somewhat. They don't uh, understand or they feel like, well, it's never going to happen to me. We're not going to need the care. So therefore, you know, we're going to have a hope strategy in place, hope it never happens. And if it does happen, then we'll deal with it then. So uh, we do uh, applaud you for writing in April and let's have a discussion. This is something that every couple should have a discussion about. What is our plan to take care of each other if something were to happen to us that's catastrophic or chronic in nature that would be debilitating and require the care of one or the other or even have care brought in? So it's a very expensive uh, way of care, any of this type of care, home health care, extended care in a nursing home or assisted living care. Those things are all terribly expensive and most of it's not covered by any type of insurance. It's a short window of time where Medicare would cover portions of it, but uh, it's uh, something that's uh, a financial burden that's going to have quite an impact on most people's lives if they don't at least uh, sit down, have a conversation, have a written plan in place, and understand what they're going to do to help each other. I think most people would be like you, April. You you want to care for each other until you can't. So your question is, how much long-term care coverage do you need? Well, that's a question that's hard to identify, but it's absolutely critical that you understand that you can insure against this catastrophic situation. There's ways that you can look at various different types of uh, insurance products that are available out there today. There's still long-term care insurance out there. The fear most people have with that is that if I don't use it, I'll lose it. If I never need it, then I've spent the money. But there's asset care that's available today with space at all life insurance type, uh, where we can utilize living benefits for care. And if we don't have them, then we still have a life insurance policy we can pass on to our heirs. So there, there's other ways to plan for it. 
But it is something you need to have a conversation for and have a plan in place in case something like that were to happen to you. And most people don't like spending for something they may never need. But there's ways that you can position assets to help at least eliminate some of the big blow that it could have financially to your assets. Uh, you need to consider the cost of that type of care long term and how it will impact uh, your lifestyle, even one or the other. If there's only one left, how how does it impact the other after the other one passes on? So it's a good conversation to have. We welcome to have it with you. There are ways to do planning and understand what options you do have to help protect yourself against this type of risk. We believe you should manage those risks like you do every other, and that requires planning. Yes, thanks for writing in April. I'll just say that uh, my grandparents have been married 67 years (laughs) this year, and they are both in that situation right now where my grandmother has fairly advanced Alzheimer's. My grandfather has Parkinson's. As of now, they're still able to live together, but they are in one of those housing units that are attached to a long-term care facility, and they both know that eventually they will need to move into the facility itself. And so for them, their plan was to have several conversations beforehand to protect themselves against this very scenario. And so now it's sad to watch them in this state, of course, especially knowing they've been married for so long. But we're comforted by the fact that my grandfather planned exceptionally well, and he was a baptist preacher so it wasn't like he had millions of dollars coming in or anything but he planned very well he did he did he had plan and the details in place to take care of them now there's so many programs out there today that you you could avail yourself to to understand what your options are anymore i mean these continued care facilities like you're talking about Um, there's at home programs where you could stay at home have care at home, and then progress to a care facility on campus. There's a lot of programs in middle Georgia available. People just aren't aware of them because it's one of those things where we just don't want to talk about, but we need to. It's the uh, white elephant in the room that can really devastate our finances if we don't address them. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. Give us a call right now, and we'll set aside time on the calendar to meet with you for a free consultation for your financial situation. We'll determine how prepared you are to handle retirement pitfalls like inflation, health emergencies, stock market volatility, and taxation. You've worked hard for your money, so we'll work just as hard to help you protect and grow it. Let's put together a fact-based approach to answer your financial challenges and achieve your objectives. Give us a call and we'll work together to get you on track to financial security and independence. Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443.
fishing is an art. And any fisherman worth his salt knows the proper tools to land a whopper. You wouldn't take a cane pole to catch a bass, and unless you're just looking for a tranquil day on the boat, you probably wouldn't use shrimp for bait on the lake. The same can be said of your retirement. There are all sorts of financial products out there, and it's important to know which ones are the right fit for you. A random jumble of investments won't do you much good in retirement. Work with an advisor who knows how to fish, who sees the art within. A well-crafted financial plan will go a long way toward making a successful retirement. Make sure you're putting the right tools in your portfolio. Claim your complimentary review today at Security First Asset Management, 800-987-1443, 800-987-1443, no cost, no obligation. Start now, 800-987-1443. In all honesty, planning for retirement shouldn't be that hard. We listen to each other, we make a plan, and you thrive. This is Retirement Income Solutions. Listen, plan, thrive. Well, we love taking your questions, and we've got a lot of good ones this week on the show. This one comes to us from Tom, and Tom is in Kathleen. Tom says, I have an MBA, and I understand investments well, so I've always handled my portfolio myself instead of having any professional help, and I've always done well. In your honest opinion, he says, is there really any reason for me to work with an advisor? Well, Tom, that's a great question. Fair question, too. When you're investing to accumulate wealth for retirement and you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, maybe even 50s, we find that a lot of times people are able to invest themselves. Maybe they just buy an index fund and know that time's on their side and they can just let it grow over time and possibly they're, they're diversified properly. So I think a lot of it really depends on what your needs are. As you enter into retirement and you need to start taking income out, things change. It's very different than investing for accumulation. It's a little bit more complicated when you're doing income planning and trying to determine when to turn on Social Security, knowing which pension options to take. Do you need to continue to have a lot of life insurance? These are questions that, that come up. But what we find also is that when you're in retirement and we have volatile market conditions or you have some life-changing event, we're not immune from our emotions. And no one is. We're all human. And having someone like an advisor to walk you through those hard times, to remind you that you have a written plan, that you have income streams that you can rely upon, and you have everything in place, that can help you from making emotional decisions. Things are more emotional when you're not working and you're spending your money instead of saving your money. And we find that people, you know, there's a lot of folks that I work with that handled their own investments and then they got into retirement and they wanted some help with it because they wanted more stability. They wanted to tie things together into a comprehensive plan. But I would also say helping them manage uh, their investments in bad times is something that we find that people find valuable. So it just depends on if you'd like help with that and understanding the, the vast difference between accumulating wealth and distributing that wealth in retirement is two very different things. So I would point that out to you. We have a question that comes into us today from Albert. I'm assuming not Einstein. Albert is in Warner Robins and he says, should I start my social security at 62 to help pay off my house before I retire? I'm pretty sure Albert, when Albert Einstein was around, there was no social security. I'm probably so. Probably so. Albert, thanks for uh, giving us a, 
um, email question today. We appreciate that. Uh, we get a question often about starting Social Security at 62, and uh, there's a couple things I'd point out to you before you make that decision. Uh, Social Security should be considered, number one, as part of your overall financial plan. Is it, How does it play into your income needs in the future? Because you are talking about a source of income that could be debatable whether it's going to be sustainable, but nevertheless, as we understand today, is predictable and sustainable and inflation adjusted and the check's always going to be there. However, with that said, uh, if you're still continuing to work and you start drawing at 62, you're limited how much income you can draw without losing benefits. You'll start losing benefits for every $2 above the 17, what is it, 17 for this year? I believe I could be wrong on that number. Sometime in that range where if you earn dollars over that, every $2 over that reduces the benefit by $1 that you're receiving. So if you're still going to work, and exceed that value, then you don't want to start your Social Security because you're basically going to reduce the amount you're going to get. You'll recover that at full retirement age. But nevertheless, that's not good. Another point you need to consider as well, if you start drawing Social Security, you're still going to be possibly have some of that taxed based off of your income. There's levels. There's uh, Depending on your income, where whether or not you'd be taxed or not, but you can. there's some of it that may not be taxed at all, but it can be as much as 85% of it's taxed. So all those things said, to pay off your mortgage is, is something you ought to try to do. No question about that before you retire. But utilizing Social Security, which may need to be more, not less in the future, by waiting, you're gonna, your benefits are going to go up. So it's going to be a, a larger income sum than it is at 62 at a future date. How it's taxed is important to consider now. If I'm still going to work, you need to consider that as well because you can lose a lot of the benefit. All those may offset the fact that you accelerate paying off your home earlier. So understand uh, how it plays into your overall financial retirement plan is first and foremost not necessarily paying off your home. Let's dive into the mailbag now and take out a question that comes to us from Diana. Diana is in Perry and Diana says, I've heard about a strategy using life insurance to create income for yourself in retirement. Is this a legitimate strategy? It is a legitimate strategy. It's one that, in fact, can work very well for people if done properly. The thing about using life insurance, permanent life insurance, by the way, it cannot be term insurance. It has to be something that gains cash value. The purpose of doing so is it not only creates or could create an income stream in retirement, it would typically be tax-free. And the reason that that's the case is the IRS views it as policy loans. You're taking money out of a life insurance policy. If it's set up for this, that can give you tax-free income, and it would reduce your death benefit when you start taking withdrawals from it. Now, the way to do this is you do what's called overfund a life insurance policy. You buy the minimum face, and you put the maximum accumulation in you can, and it still be considered life insurance by the IRS's standards. This is a long-term strategy. People have been doing this for decades and decades. Senators and congressmen, high net worth individuals, doctors, lawyers, accountants, it's not uncommon. But it has to be managed and set up properly. It's something we're very familiar with. I like it because of the tax-free income implications. In fact, at your death, typically there's still a death benefit associated with the policy, but it can be a very legitimate strategy uh, if it's set up properly. The key is you, you want to understand internally 
what the rate of return is you need to earn on it and, and not have too high of an illustration run showing really good returns. You want to be realistic with your expectations with it, but it's something we, we can help you understand more fully, and it is a legitimate strategy. It just needs to be done with care and managed over time. There is a target age where it works better than not, and not only that, there's some other benefits that we haven't even addressed to it. If you're younger and you're a listener to our program today, this could be a powerful tool for planning for college education for your kids as well. And the thing is, we need to realize when you take loans out of a cash value life insurance company, they're, they're typically tax-free, and they don't count against you prior to age 59 and a half if you take monies out of a, a 401k or Roth IRA or IRA, whatever the case may be. So they're a legitimate planning tool, but there's something that you, you there's a lot of people hype them out there and push them based off of, uh, you know, being the one and only sole thing you need to do. You need to be careful of that kind of talk out there. They, they have to be done exactly right or they don't work. Do you have a question like what we've covered today on our show? Don't be afraid to ask us about what's on your mind. There are no dumb questions when it comes to the financial game. After all, you have to learn a little in order to achieve the successful retirement that you'd like to have. If you want to ask a question about your particular situations, here's what we'll do. We'd like to help you develop a fully customized financial plan for you. There's no cost or obligation to re- for this review if you have at least $100,000 saved for retirement. Here's what you can expect. We'll run a fee report to untangle what your current plan is costing you. We'll run a tax analysis to show you how you could reduce your taxes in the future. And we'll develop a lifetime income plan to possibly turbocharge your retirement income. Planning for retirement for a lot of people is basically guesswork. With us, that's not the case. We'll take the guessing out of the process for you. And call now and let us know you want to get that complimentary financial review. Well, do you still have a lot of questions revolving around your retirement plan? That's probably not a good thing. Get answers to those questions with our financial review. Just dial 800-987-1443. Give us a call. Again, that's 800-987-1443. We'll bring you into our office in Dublin or Macon and review your specific goals, needs, wants, and make sure you get a plan that can accomplish all those desires. But it all starts with a phone call, and that number is 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. If you get the voicemail, don't worry. A lot of people try to get through each week. Just leave a quick message, and we'll get back with you shortly to set up your complimentary review. Just call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Bill Danner isn't just one of your great hosts here on Retirement Income Solutions. He's also the president and CEO of Security First Asset Management. As an independent investment advisor representative, he has numerous years of experience helping people just like you in middle Georgia create sound, conservative retirement plans. His main mission is to keep his clients thriving through their retirement years. To sit down with Bill and his team and talk about how they might be able to help you, call 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. Many retirees from some of the area's biggest companies turn to Bill to help guide them through retirement. And he can help guide you too. Just call 800 987 1443 that's 800-987-1443 now back to retirement income solutions listen plan thrive we're taking your questions here on retirement income solutions with the team from security first asset management i'm mark haywood alongside bill danner 
and Daniel Neesmith, local wealth advisors serving you here in Middle Georgia. And as always, if you'd like to be featured on the show, you can find them online at completetheplan.com and submit a question. That's completetheplan.com. As we said, we've got one that comes to us from Sarah. Sarah is in Dublin, and Sarah says, My husband wants to leave a lot of money to the kids, but I've worked hard to be able to retire, and I don't want to scrimp and save the rest of my life. What do you see as a reasonable amount to leave as a legacy? Me personally? You know, I'd like to leave something to my children, Sarah, but I'm going to make sure that my wife and I are well taken care of. If there's anything left, wonderful. If not, I think I can go to my grave probably pretty happy. But your husband wants to leave something. I understand that. A lot of people do. And I don't want you to think that I don't want to leave anything. My point is I think you have to be pretty well certain that you you and your husband have a plan in place that will take care of you for the rest of your lives and understand all the things that could possibly happen, all the risks that you're taking in retirement, the risk to your money in the market if you have too much in the market, the risk you have with inflation and taxes, but the biggest risk you have with your retirement dollars could be healthcare. So you need to have a comprehensive plan in place, Sarah, that would help you understand exactly what things look like, not only today, 15 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, up when you get in your 80s and 90s, and we can't bet against longevity either. When all that's said and done, you can plan properly, and if there is money left over, then you have a legacy for your kids. And We just talked a, a time or so ago in the past about a question that came in about life insurance. Life insurance can also be utilized in legacy planning. So if you're worried about scrimping in retirement and you can afford to put aside some monies away to create a legacy for you and your husband for your children, you might be able to do that with life insurance if you're healthy enough to do so. And then you can actually spend your last dollar on your last day and still have a legacy for your kids. So there's ways to do this. It requires planning and that can actually happen for you. You can sit down and determine that, hey, we want to create a legacy. How much should we leave for our children? And you can fund that out of your assets or you can fund it with life insurance. But every way, you can do it and make it happen. And both you and your husband can both be happy. You can be satisfied you're not going to scrimp. And he can be satisfied that he can give something to his children. But it requires planning. Thanks so much for writing in to us. Well, as always, we've really enjoyed answering your questions today on Retirement Income Solutions. Just a reminder that Bill Danner and Daniel Neesmith are your financial coaches in Middle Georgia at Security First Asset Management. Remember, if you have questions about retirement, we're happy to answer them, and we're standing by after the show throughout the week. Just give us a call at 800-987-1443. That's 800-987-1443. And we're always online at completetheplan.com. That's completetheplan.com. Well, thanks for listening to another edition of Retirement Income Solutions. Tune in again next week for another great show. Securities and advisory services offered through Madison Avenue Securities are registered broker-dealer and investment advisor, member FINRA and SIPC. Security First and Madison Avenue Securities are not affiliated entities.